Hey everybody and welcome to On Call with Justin, Jack, Danny, and Inka. Today, we're going to continue on this train of choosing one word and then unpacking it. We did time, love, stuff like that. But today, it's cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. One Bitcoin. But you know what? It's something that I've been really interested in recently. I know I can say the same for Danny. And I think we should start with why. Why talk about cryptocurrency on a podcast? Why is it relevant? Well, I would say that it's relevant because that's really where we're all headed at this point. Everyone is work from home. Everything is done online. So why can't banking and currency be done online? And second, a lot of the stuff that we do or cover here on the podcast, like doing one word and unpacking it, it's always to learn about that word. And why not learn about something like cryptocurrency? It makes sense. You know, why not? Why not talk about cryptocurrency, Jaffa? <laughs> One thing that I like about this podcast is that we're willing to listen. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter. Expect the unexpected. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we're willing to listen. And I think we've all had our brushes with cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, or at least have seen it on our feeds or heard about it in Clubhouse or through friends. But it's also one thing to, you know what, maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something that we can pick up. And it's great that we have, well, at least in this podcast, you know, somewhat of an enthusiast, but I would say he knows more than what we know. And it's great to hear that counter argument, I guess, Mm -hmm. to why do it. So yeah, for me, it's great to listen and, and learn something new, whether or not you do it. It's good to have an informed decision. And the best possible way is to talk to someone who knows about it a lot more than us. So how about you, Danny? Well, the theme has been, I mean, regret and time, right? And lots of people regret not buying in time. (laughs) (laughs) This certain thing. So regret time crypto is a good chronological order of these events. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why crypto. But also, to Inka's point, everything is going digital, right? Music has gone digital. The USB ports in our laptops are getting smaller and smaller until they will no longer be existing and everything will be in the cloud. And you know what they say? No one understands the cloud. Yeah. So, <laughs> to help understand more of this that? digital, Who's, digital <laughs> who? Which titles are you the talking transition to? Transition. Which to the digital <laughs> atmosphere? We have cryptocurrency, Justin. So, if you know something about the cloud and you want to know no a bit more about cryptocurrency, about cloud. enjoy this episode. Everybody, welcome to On Call with Justin, Jacko, Danny, and Inka. Inka? On Call. With Justin, Jacko, Danny, and Inka. <laughs> you know what? It is that time again. Remember when, when people were doing that? Ha <laughs> ha. Huh. Oh, you invest in Bitcoin? Ha <laughs> Wow, what an idiot you are. <laughs> Remember those days? Remember those days? Well, who's those laughing days. now? Ooh, who is laughing now, huh? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, well, you know the thing about that is I never invested because I never understood it. Mm. I didn't know what it was based off of. So I didn't know, like, 
You're not going to invest in something that you're not sure about. True. It's a valid point. That's a, actually a great piece of advice. And that's also why, like for me, I'm on the same boat. Like I didn't know much about it. And then I just decided that, you know what, might as well read up on it and yeah. take a look at what I could sort out, at least for myself or what I could gather. And it's great to be discussing it with people who actually know a thing or two <laughs> yeah. about it. And, and, you know, just so that out of curiosity, I could have an informed decision yes. on yeah. whether or not I'm going to put in some money in it. But yeah, I'm excited for today's topic. I mean, the past couple of topics have been about time. And yeah. Yeah, they're so... it's a bit of a curveball with this topic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Regret. Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Okay, okay. Here's something that they all have in common. They're not really tangible objects. Ooh, that's Ooh. good. Kalain mo yon, nakonek mo pa yon. Diba? It's okay, Danny. You know I'm smart. <laughs> so yon, I'm sure we all had our little brush with cryptocurrency. It's been around for quite some time now. So maybe we can go around and just share like a little bit of our crypto experience. If okay, any story? If, if, if meron, yeah. Anything at all. Okay. What is cryptocurrency to you and whatever? Who wants to start? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll start. No, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. Okay, go, go, go. What is My cryptocurrency first, to you? <laughs> I first dabbled into it because I was invited by Danny. two of my friends. Just kidding, no. <laughs> Danny. Oh, for once, hindi ako yung nag-invite. For once. <laughs> no. <laughs> And Justin, that was my first. Oh, really? You know, bro. was it us? Oh, it was invited? us. Oh, it was us. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, yeah, well, I mean, we were kidding, but so scratch that for the first time thing you Guilty said. Nah. No, 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 no. You know, I heard about it, but to really try to look into it and you know all the sales talk with it, basically off like it's a great investment. It's gonna do well. Okay, you know what? Don't get Bitcoin because it's it's too expensive now. Get I don't know Sparkle. I forget the names. Oh no. But but yeah. So all these unicorn like, horn, horn. What is it? Don't which, remind which us. Which are now known as like. <laughs> Like shit coins. Yeah. Yes, that's what they like, call you know, they're called yeah. shit coins. Yeah. That's oh. a new term I found out. But I think you know what's great about it is that that made me research mm. and that made me look up and read up and actually mm. know more about it. And which is good. Which is good because yeah. now proud to say like I've actually started like dabbling into it with nice. more knowledge and not mm. just putting in money because I, you know, you could put money. It's an investment and it's really something that you know it's going to be part of the future and it's good to kind of invest it, not put all your eggs in one basket, but start with it. So that's my yeah. story. I mean, I was awesome. lured by like, you know, basically Danny and lured. Justin. <laughs> lured. As usual. As usual. Lured. <laughs> no, we weren't even doing on-call then. Wala pang on-call. Oh, yun, like Jack years on, ago. Lang, nananahimik, tapos ito na naman si Danny and Justin. <laughs> so that time, right, there was this group that came up to Danny and I and I think was it 2017? Yeah, yeah. I okay, would okay. Say, I would say so. There you go. Yeah. So this, I guess, this is part of the ICO bubble of 2017, yeah. right? ICO. Yeah, ICO. The Ma initial crypto curious. Yeah, initial coin offering. Okay, so ah. it's sort of like in the stock market when you go IPO. That's when exactly. a company goes public, and before they go public, you have the initial the IPO or the initial public offering, if I'm not mistaken, right? So you Correct. get it at cheaper, whatever it is. So back in 2017, there were all these Enticing. new cryptos wow. coming out, all these new coins. And like, oh, we're going to launch next month. So you better buy them now because they're really cheap now. And once they go out this on the market- This is the next this Bitcoin. Is the one. 
I remember when you guys were super because I would see your posts. This is the Facebook of cryptocurrency. We're like, okay, well, I'll get on board with the Facebook of cryptocurrency. Really? And you're telling (laughs) me I can be part of that? Of of the genesis of the Facebook of cryptocurrency? So, So Danny and I went to these meetings and everything. We're doing our research and I happened to tell Jaco about it. He's like, yeah, game. You asked me about it too at one point. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's See, a... the thing is that's how confident we were. Oh yeah. gosh. Anyway, we were so confident because I don't know. Nabudol din kami. Yeah. No? Just like the, yeah. the people, the people who were behind it were also really like showing us receipts, making yeah. sure it looked Pictures. credible. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like the company that we invested in, or at least one of them, at least, is still around today. It's still around. Yeah. Yeah. In fairness. And they're still, still trying to get onto yeah. like the exchanges or something, or they got into a they're, couple they're of exchanges. They're on the exchanges. Like I've been looking at the group now. And parang there's some activity. <laughs> I think it's at 0.45 cents now. But I think okay. like that's that's not attributed bad. to the spike then in all of the coins. I don't want to go too technical, but basically that company is still up. Yeah. But because it didn't take off the way it did, I never actually asked Jaco for the money. So till this day, I just put in the money for myself. Mm-hmm. So technically, Jax, you never lost money on that thing. It, it was no, that is it was, true. It was me. That is yeah. true. We, we lost I, all I, the I, money. Yeah, so it was me. I lost the money. <laughs> um, that is true. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. We still have the tokens. They're yeah. in Danny's huh. laptop, right? Yes, they're there. We're trying to recover. We're just, tonight. you know. Some off chance Wait. that it does good. I mean, we hope. I'm still hoping. It's, I'm still hoping it's that still, it's going to do yeah, yeah. You know, Right now, it's like I something. think the hundreds of thousands of pesos that were put in is now probably worth 45 pesos. Mm, right? No. But, but Ouch. It's, anyway, but it's there. maybe more. I mean, it, I mean, it's there. This isn't, you know, this is not a very encouraging <laughs> start to our topic. It exists. Okay. But this is, okay, yeah. how about my yeah. story? Okay, how go, about my go, story? go, go, go. My only brush with cryptocurrency ever, ever is I was hanging out at my friend's place and he was talking about how he was asked to write an article and they were like, you know, we can't pay you in cash right now. But this was in the very beginning of like cryptocurrency when this story occurs. We can't pay you in cash right now, but we have like bitcoins. Can we pay you in like a couple of bitcoins? And then he was like, the heck is that? I'm sorry. I need actual cash. I need to get paid for my work, you know, and I'm not going to accept like some weird internet money. You're just going to pay me two bitcoins? Pay me 5,000 like you promised. And then they're like, okay, okay, we're sorry. We're sorry. So like they paid him. And, And then he was like, you know what? Now I wish... I just accepted the yeah. two Bitcoins. So yeah, many dude. stories like that. So many. So many. Right? Yeah, Could have, would have, yeah. should have. Yeah. And that was my only brush. With It wasn't even my story. It was my friend's. So, yeah. <laughs> Today, though, Bitcoin is at what? 55,000 US dollars? Something like that, right? For one? For one. What? Uh, was no, it no, last no, week? No, no. It hit $60,000. Okay. For so at the time Bitcoin? of our recording. 60, yeah. yeah 60,000 mm-hmm. US dollars. That's so insane. He was supposed to get paid two Bitcoins for, yeah. for what job? Yeah. An article. All right. <laughs> 120,000 US dollars for that article. That is his opportunity cost. By, by not he doesn't even write that well. I mean, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> very you write painful. fine, my friend. If you are listening to, I doubt it. He's not like an internet savvy dude, but like, dang. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Danny, our last yes. on the list before we introduce our guest for today. I've had several ICO experiences, <laughs> um, none of which have been very lucrative at all. Diba? And parang di pa ako natuto because very recently, <laughs> nasunog ulit ako, diba? In something like that. But what that is, is basically also if you listen to our previous episodes like Regret and Time, right? These are only stepping stones to make you learn. And the more you learn, the better you become in that industry or in that profession or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Because now you know what not to do, diba? A lot sure. of people right. say, give me someone who's failed the subject three times. Because they won't do it again. You know what I mean? True. So you probably know more now. Okay, okay. I'm not saying that you should have, again, put your hand in that boiling pot of water to know that it was going to burn you, right? Yeah, yeah. But now you're not going to do it again. (laughs) You're not going to put your hand in that again. And that makes you a little better in that industry. But did you put your hand in it again? I put it three, four times. (laughs) (laughs) Was not hot enough. I just... <laughs> Eventually, I was like, you know what? Okay, we need to do this the right way. There is no shortcut to getting rich. I need to put in the hours. No, no, I need no, no, no. to actually study. And you know, exactly, before investing in anything, actually understand it. Mm. And to do a better job of doing that today, we actually have someone to help us. And how many years it. did it take you to ask an expert? <laughs> <laughs> So I have several friends now that I deem my mentors in this industry. One of them, of course, my good friend right here. He's been waiting actually this whole time in backstage. He would consider himself, I guess, humbly as a crypto enthusiast. And he's also the senior marketing manager of OKX, Justin. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. I was so surprised. I use that I, I every know. day, bro. We just started <laughs> using OKX recently. It's a trading platform for those of you who are not familiar, right? So we've been doing a few trades, me and Justin, as the advice of some of our other mentors, King O, who shall not be named just now. Maybe we will guest him as well in another episode. But as well as that, he's also the chairman of Mensa. So if you're not familiar with what Mensa is, basically, Mensa is the largest high IQ society in the world. Okay, So these are where the the only qualification is you need to have at least top 2% IQ in the entire world population. He's the chairman. That's amazing. So if that doesn't make this guy someone we can learn from, I don't know what will. (laughs) (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my good friend, Christopher Tan, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hey, hey Dan. Inka, Justin, Jaco. Thanks for inviting me, guys. I'm so excited to be here. Oh Thank my gosh. you, man. How cool is this? Thank Crazy. you so much. Yeah, we didn't know that. Like, Danny was just like, I have a friend. He knows something about crypto. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I have a crypto oh, friend. And if I've ever learned anything in the years that I've known Danny, Danny's friend can be like polar opposites <laughs> and like pretty much extremes, right? It's, it's a it's wide like array a, of friends. It's like, you never know. It's a wild card. It's like Russian roulette, yeah. bro. 
it's, like, it's basically like a pack of like basketball cards, right? You never know what's really inside. But after hearing all that, that's great, great, great to have you on the mm-hmm. program. Thanks, Jaco. And best... you know what's funny? I was like what, listening to all your stories. I just want to make a disclaimer here, by the way. You guys have been in crypto longer than I have. Wow. 2017? You guys have been there longer than I have. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, when did you start? I got introduced to cryptocurrency in November 2019. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, just recently. Um, talked to me about it. And in passing, we were just chit-chatting. And then he mentioned he was investing in Bitcoin. So I was like, I've heard of that. And I'm the type of guy that when I hear about something, I don't research to prove it correct. Right. I research mm. to prove ah. it wrong. I will research to prove that it's a scam. I will research to prove that it won't work. Everything that that everyone is saying, I'm going to prove that they are correct. I so love I did that a because one month research on this. When you research to prove something right, you always find something that'll support it. Right. It's yeah. an echo chamber. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. To be able to prove a hypothesis, you prove the opposite. That way you're really banking it on the things that that are your previous biases or nice. your you're notions. basically looking for all the holes. Right. Yeah. So the reason I did that is because I wanted to poke holes at it until mm, I couldn't awesome. poke any more holes. Yeah. Right. And at the end of it, I said, oh my God, this thing is huge. That is so smart. I was so, I was blown away. And immediately I put all my money in. I Ooh. called up my insurance broker. I canceled my mutual fund. I canceled my insurance. <laughs> I sold all my stocks. And even my insurance broker said, why are you selling all your insurance? And I said, I'm going into Bitcoin. And he was shocked. He was like, you're crazy. I go, I'm not. And honestly, I would recommend you join me in this. He didn't. And I just will. To even- I'll join you. <laughs> yeah. that, that was fast. 17 minutes so into <laughs> recording. Bold. And that's why he's the senior marketing manager of OKX, yeah. ladies but- and gentlemen. He's not crazy. He's a genius. <laughs> But, but the cool thing about this was I actually posted about it on my social media. I asked all my friends, what do you think about Bitcoin? I wanted to hear everyone's comments. And 99% of the comments were negative, were okay. based out of fear, doubt, and uncertainty. Yeah. And that's all I heard. And I wasn't even pissed if people you know, were telling me Don't it was a scam. I, it didn't really matter because I knew what I knew. So yeah. I was just happy to hear everyone's opinion. And when I heard everyone's opinion, it was based out of ignorance, out of the lack of knowledge rather than information. So I don't go around telling people to invest in Bitcoin. I'm very happy with my investment. So that time in December, 2019, it was at, I came in at about $6,500. Yeah. 2019, it was only 6,000 and now it's at 60. Yeah, bro. Right. Amazing. Insane. Yeah. So that's how I got exposed to it. And then as soon as I realized how how amazing Bitcoin is and what it can do, and then I started researching on all the others and I was blown away even more. Bitcoin is literally the tip of the iceberg. Cryptocurrency mm. is so much bigger than Bitcoin. And it's mm. amazing. And after that, I just kept thinking about cryptocurrency every day. I would research, watch videos and everything until one day, last December again, December 2020, online, I get a message from a consultant from China who's a consultant of OKX who said mm. to me, would you be interested in joining our company? Wow. And then I was like, well, wow, this is something I'm very passionate about. And I realized this is kind of like my purpose because I love helping people get into cryptocurrency. I've helped so many people get into it and I'm not paid for it. I just do it because I want to help people achieve financial freedom, true financial freedom. Mm. And suddenly we did a two-month negotiation and here I am. So now I'm the senior marketing manager for OKX.com. That's so cool. Yeah. That's amazing. 
Yeah, I mean, the whole ride was amazing. Just the universe, listen, heard it and just, you know, I, I'm so lucky. That's all I did. Before we go through this entire tangent of crypto, what were you prior to this? What was your life before you became a crypto enthusiast for our listeners? I've always been an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for so long, over two decades. You know, I've had a production company. We produce a lot of TV shows oh, and like what? online. I'm not sure if you guys have seen these shows. This is the time of ABC5. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, no, of... no. I'm familiar. Are yeah, you familiar? Exactly. Yes. Are you? My uncle did one show for you guys. Oh, okay. So, you know, wait, who's your uncle? Wait, you're De Leon. So, you're talking about Ariel. Uh, Ariel and Maverick. Same Kristen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Got it. <laughs> yeah, all right. So technically, just for the sake of everyone listening, we go way back because we were literally the OG of digital content, I would say, yeah. because you also started one of the first digital kind of, how would you call it? Like a network, online network. Yeah, Flippish. Yeah, Flippish. Yeah, that, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris right here is a pioneer, dude. Like, I mean, you're way ahead of everyone's time. I remember seeing... 2% uh, of American the IQ. No, I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I remember seeing it and I remember telling someone, you know what? The thing is, was any of your group back then, your production house? Ideal Minds. Ideal Minds. There you go. I was telling people like, you know, Ideal Minds is just ahead of their time. Because we were as well, we were doing kind of short form skits. Like you guys, you guys were doing short form, kind of like more indie, but kind of different audience. You guys were doing it before us. So like, I've always seen you guys as a trailblazer for it. It's just that you guys were super ahead of everyone. Chris was ahead of his time. I always tell that to everyone like, what you guys created and even the companies that followed was always five steps ahead of everyone else. The good thing about learning from that, I guess, from what I can see, is that what you're doing now is something that you know where things are going. But the difference between investing in something like this is that it is really a long-term game, from what I gathered, at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it is a long-term game. It's not a short-term return, in a way. I mean, it is if you want to sell now, right? But don't worry about it. For everybody listening, we have a pioneer of content, a pioneer of pretty much a lot of the... Yeah, content. Pretty much content itself. <laughs> pioneer and a trailblazer. Yeah, a trailblazer. Wow, that's thank so you, Jaco. Cool. Wow, that's awesome. I'm so amazed when I hear people that that have heard of our material and our content because we stopped it in 2015. So Flippish, yeah. we ended in 2015. And we ended it for two reasons. One reason was I lost my passion. Mm. And I'm a passion guy. If I'm passionate about it, I go. If right. I lose my passion, I walk away. The other one was I think the universe listened to me and Facebook shut down our Facebook fan page. What? What? We had 1.8 million fans oh, that no. time in 2015. What a, and they uh, what? shut it down. Yep. Because they were claiming that we had a lot of violations. There was a specific violation. We contested it, but at that time Facebook didn't really have due process. It was just if I feel like shutting you down, I shut you down. That's oh it. dang. Yeah. And then after that, YouTube shut us down. <laughs> Uh, what? Okay, so, so it's like the was universe it for the same, was same telling reasons? you to do uh, something else. Yeah, could be actually. YouTube shut us down because they were claiming that we had content that we didn't own. Mm. Oh. oh, yeah, that happened to us. Yeah. Right. Yeah, someone was claiming it. Yeah, and then I'm like, we created the music, we created everything. And they're like, can you show me receipts? So I'm like, well, it's my company, but it's closed the company. And they're like, nope. And I'm like, oh, wow, that was it. 
Very what? frustrating. But Inca's correct. I do believe that it was the universe listening to my innermost desires. Bringing you somewhere else. And, yeah. And it knew I wasn't passionate anymore. And yeah. it was the universe saying, you're not passionate. I cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So wow. that was 2015. So I think that's what brings me here to where I am today in cryptocurrency. So yeah. Wow. Oh that's so man. Cool. What a journey, man. So well, that journey, and we're only like that was 20 the pre, in. ano, the pre-crypto, ano, era for your life, ano. Yeah. You know what's very interesting is that I never thought I could be passionate about something else again. So wow. for the longest time since 2015, I became a life coach, which I still am. I'm a certified oh, wow. life coach. I got into acting, so I come out on ABS, but I'm not like a big name there. I'm just like one of the, you know, support actors. And then I own boxing gyms and I own a spa. Wow. Um, Wow. So So those are my, yeah, those are my businesses. But my spa closed and my gym closed actually because of COVID. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Those are high contact establishments. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Literally. Eye contact, yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Even though my two businesses closed and I practically didn't have a job, 2020 was my best year ever wow. in my whole life. I can yeah. relate. Wow. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, I didn't have a job either. Like, I lost so many things. Like, basically, I was starting from nothing. And yet, 2020 was my best year. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. that's great. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. It's like, I guess the same thing kind of happened to me in terms of, like, the universe going, nope, this is what you're going to do now, <laughs> you know? So Right, I, right, right. Right, right. Same thing happened. So, I feel like the universe has given me a sign to do something else. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. Crypto. <laughs> that sounds like a play. Hey, you're gonna do crypto. Go crypto. Now. Hey, hey, babe, go crypto right now. <laughs> the voice of the universe, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the voice of the universe smokes a pack a day. <laughs> okay, great. Listen yeah. to me, honey. It's Listen, crypto. Honey. Okay. The new thing is crypto, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been All talking right, so- to you for years. That's why I sound like this now. <laughs> yeah, the voice of the universe sounds like Harvey Firestein, basically. That is. <laughs> so now that we've unboxed the mystery of your pre-crypto days, no? so going back to the topic of this podcast to begin with, right? <laughs> Cryptocurrency. So what do you think about it? What are your initial introductory words? So cryptocurrency, it is changing the world as we speak. It is going to change how we do banking. Actually, it'll change everything about our life from banking to voting, to Mm. record keeping, to governance, to everything. This is the new internet. It's like a ripple. It's like a ripple. Yes. Okay. Not the coin. (laughs) Not the coin. Yeah. (laughs) That's a coin. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's a coin. Okay. Then I'll just say it's like a domino effect. But right. Yeah, also a coin. A coin. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a coin. Everything's a coin now. Just kidding. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Dominoes have polka dots. Anyway. Yeah, if you guys have polka dot, keep it, yeah. hold it for at least five to 10 years, you guys yeah. are going to be rich. Yep, that's awesome. what I heard. Got some of that myself. Noted. <laughs> Noted, I got you. Yeah, and do you have Cardano? Not yet. I have okay. nothing. Yeah, get Cardano, Polkadot, and of course, Ethereum and Bitcoin. And okay, so what's your cryptocurrency starter pack? That's what I want. Oh, I make a okay. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good yeah. question. Definitely, I would recommend for beginners to have at least 70 to 80% of their portfolio in Bitcoin. Okay. Because Bitcoin is the safest one of all. And it's guaranteed, at this point, it is guaranteed to shoot up to the moon. 
So Literally. you would highly suggest that people jump in now, 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 now. Yep. Like yep. Don't whatever wait. you have, throw it all in and just leave it there. Oh. Leave it there are for you a willing, minimum of five years. Are you willing to bet your life on this? I am actually. I did. Wow. I threw all my money into it. I have no more money in the banking system. Whoa. Whoa. What? Yep. Thanks. Yep. All my That's money all is now crypto. And I just withdraw it from crypto back to the banking system when I need to spend on something. That's Fair amazing. Now. Yeah. Let me just try to give you guys an idea of why I did that. And I don't recommend this for everyone, by the way. As a matter of fact, I'd recommend you put 10% of your assets into crypto. Only 10%. But if you know what I know, you might do what I did. Mm. So here's the thing about banking that really disappointed me. It's this. Right now, most of your money is in the bank, correct? 90%, probably 95, 99% of your money is in the sure. bank, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, I want you to think about this. Who holds your money? The bank. My mom. Oh, the bank. Right. Your mom. <laughs> my right. mom. Her mom holds the bank. So, oh, so yeah. inflation-proof <laughs> bayan. Right. So when the money's in the bank, the bank is investing your money, lending your money, earning all this money from your money. Correct. Right. You don't get a single cent from the money that you own. Yep. Not a single cent. But the bankers are making hundreds of millions to billions. Exactly. All right? Oh, and they have the audacity to even charge us transaction fees to check our balance in the ATM. That's so true. Ridiculous. They're and already to transfer. making a killing, right? Okay, what cryptocurrency is doing is we take out the bank. Now, mm. it's going to be peer-to-peer. -peer. You have the coins or the token. You put it into the decentralized finance app. There's one called Beefy Finance. Right. It's called Yield Farming. You put it there, and what this app does is it invests your money for you. It will find you the best returns it can, and then it'll just take a small transaction fee, and everything it makes, it gives it to you. How good is that? The coins that I lend to this yield farm, for example, at the cheapest, I get 15% return annually. Crazy. At the cheapest. That's the cheapest annually? That's the cheapest. 15%. I would get as much as 25% annually. Justin's like, and I have others that give me at least 1% a day. What? That's intense. It's ridiculous. Right? That's, That's how much insane. money banks were making and we didn't even know it. That's why if you think about it, investment bankers are some of the wealthiest people in the world. If you guys remember 2008, the mortgage crisis, yeah. right? Did you guys watch the big, big short? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. The big short. I okay. haven't seen it. That is exactly the problem with the banking system. Investment bankers are stealing our money, robbing us of our money. And the government is protecting them by giving them bailouts so they can get bonuses, hundreds of millions of dollars in bonuses for scamming everyone else, people losing their jobs, their housing, and the banks are doing this to us. That's why cryptocurrency was created. And that's why Bitcoin was created because of the mortgage crisis of 2008. So cryptocurrency was sort of like a renaissance. Yes, right. You wow. can say that. The guys that created it are the cyberpunks. They're called cyberpunks. Yeah. They're these hackers. Yeah. Led by Satoshi Nakamoto, which is a pseudonym. It doesn't even exist. Right. Mm -hmm. And they wow. were so upset with what the banks did in 2008. They said, we've got to come up with a currency that cannot be manipulated by the government, that the government cannot control, that cannot be hacked, they cannot confiscate, that nobody owns. That makes and, so much sense. And that's how they came up with the Bitcoin. Mm. Oh my gosh. 
Exciting. You know what? Now I feel like I said, I'd never invested in it before because I didn't know what was going on. To be honest, I didn't know where to begin. So when you said right. earlier that you started by poking holes through that, that's genius, obviously, because you are next. I'm like, <laughs> dang, if I knew all of this, like I wish there was some sort of article or something that would have explained Bitcoin to me this way. Like, I bet you never found anything. You're right. I never did. Yeah. That's why I had to really, really research. And what I noticed is a lot of people will say that, oh, I want to know more about it, but they don't really dig deep mm. into mm-hmm. the material to really learn about it. And that was the mm. difference. And even at $7,000 when I came in, People were telling me it's too expensive. It already peaked in 2017. It's on the way down. I'm too late for the party. Somebody even made a bet with me, said to me, I'll bet you, Chris, five to one that you will never hit $20,000 again with Bitcoin and you're going to lose all your money. And you know what I said? I said, so if I give a thousand, give me 5,000 pesos. He goes, yeah, let's make it 2,000 pesos. (laughs) (laughs) And I won, obviously. I won. Obviously. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the amazing thing is there are a couple of my friends that I didn't realize listened to me talking about it on my videos. He invested in August last year. And I remember this because December, when it went up to 20,000, he called me up and said, Chris, I'm selling all my crypto. I'm selling all my Bitcoin. I already made money. And I said to him, are you sure you want to sell it? He goes, yes. I go, if you really want to sell it, I'll buy it from you. He goes, you'll buy it from me at 20,000? I go, yep, I will. And he goes, why? I go, because it's going to hit 40, 50, 60, and 100,000. And if I were you, think about it, go to bed, wake up tomorrow, think about it. If you still want to sell tomorrow, I'll buy it from you. The next day, he didn't sell it, thankfully. One month later, it hits $40,000. And he's like, Chris, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Honestly, Jaco, I'm glad you bought already. If everyone can buy, buy now at 55,000 because you already know that it can hit 60,000. And I will make a bold prediction. I do say this publicly that Bitcoin will hit $100,000. And I said August. Now I'm wow. changing it. I think it'll hit it way before August. Yeah. So I got it when it was now, like now. 20. Yeah, I got yeah. it at 20. I think one thing I learned, because before I had one story that's similar to Inca's friend, like there was a company that was going to pay me money. And I was like, can you pay me in Bitcoin? Because oh. I've always wanted to earn Bitcoin. Because, you know, I don't want to buy Bitcoin. I just, if you're going to give me a free Bitcoin, why not? Right. And I asked yeah, for one Bitcoin. 55K. Yeah. Wow. Sure. But the thing is, and here is the, I, there's the rub. That whole thing didn't materialize at that point. And so, of course, I was like, kind of like, uh, like everybody else, right? Like, oh man, Sayang, I would have gotten like X amount of money. But you know what? I, I talked to a friend of mine, and what she told me was, because the way I understood it was like, I have to get one. Bitcoin is an actual like one peso, but it's not. You could get point whatever of a Bitcoin, whatever money you have, it could be a point whatever of a Bitcoin. And okay, that you're still I like, investing. That I can do. Yeah, and you're still investing on the idea of it, right? And the the fact that your money will still grow as it multiplies, as it increases. So it's not necessarily, for example, if it's sixty thousand now, you're not gonna buy one Bitcoin at 3 million, we don't have that luxury, right? But you could buy 20 pesos, 1,000 pesos, 2,000. You know, you could invest somewhat of your money there. And if you do it gradually over time, if you put, you know, a percentage of your assets or your money yeah. or your even your, your cash into Bitcoin, then I forget what you call it just, but yeah, then you're kind of having that strategy where you're growing it over time. And if it mm. goes well, it's a great investment. Like, I, I think feel. that's Mark Cuban's strategy. Peso coin <clears throat> averaging, Bayon. Yeah, 
Yeah. Is yeah, that it? Exactly. Or oh. dollar cost averaging. Some right. people. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I learned recently, and that's why I ended up buying, was you didn't need to buy 3 million pesos worth of Bitcoins. Like, obviously, that's not smart to do. I mean, you could now. Obviously, it is smart to do. But, you know, obviously, if you're not liquid like that, you know, it's highly not suggested to do. But you could spend a little bit of your money. And if you have extra money, try to invest it on it. Because if you put it in a bank, especially like the... Not even digital banks, because I do a lot of digital banking as well. But other banks, you get very little return. So digital is the way to go. And of course, like Bitcoin is something that is purely digital, purely all of that. So it is everything and more, right? So I think my suggestion is, you know, like diversify your portfolio. Like, well, Chris, he was saying like, put pretty much all your portfolio in it. I'm more <laughs> on a conservative, but I'm very happy. I would say I'm very happy because I've always wanted my entry into going into crypto. I believe that it will be the future. I mean, obviously it is already the current. You could already see things going there with NFTs, with like, you know, if you go on Clubhouse, it's all they're talking about. But I think for the uninitiated and correct me if I'm wrong, like, yeah, you could just buy a little bit just so that you could see the growth. And then if you could see it growing over time, then keep putting and then you could sell it if you want to make money already, you know. So yeah, there you go. that's my thing. So Jack was talking about just doing it gradually, right? Learning as you go along. And, you know, I'm sure that you did a lot of your fair share of that too, Chris, right? Like, have you made some big mistakes in crypto before? Oh, yeah. Actually, one of the biggest mistakes I did was selling my Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> okay, noted, noted, noted. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I actually sold it because I was getting greedy. So, you know how you're like trying to catch it as it's going up and then you sell it and then you hope it goes down and then you'll buy some more. Yeah. So I was selling it and I noticed it was about to go down. I said, okay, I'm going to sell. And then as soon as it dips, I'm going to buy more. Yeah. So it started to dip and I sold and then it stopped and then dipping. It went, and it and went then straight it went up. up. And I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> and then Wait I ended up buying me. at a higher price. <laughs> I was like, oh. That's literally what I'm like right now. I see the fluctuation of like, let's say 50 to 60. And yeah. when it was at 60, I was so tempted to sell it, right? I was like, okay, if it hits 65, that's my sign. I'm going to sell it. That's because it's definitely going to go down to at least 55 and then I'll buy again. And then it didn't hit 65. It stayed at 60 and then it went down and it's now at like 55. Anyway, so okay. that's me right now. I'm thinking like day trader like, right? If I could recommend something. So I tell people right now, you have to decide what you're going to be. Are you going to be a trader or a hodler? Hodler is yeah. hold on for dear life, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hodler. Right. So if you're yeah. a hodler, you're an investor. As an investor, you want the money to work for you. Correct. So you don't have to do anything. The money will grow. Just leave it there. Yeah. A trader is trying to earn an income. So they're working for their money. So you have to ask yourself, what do you want to do? You want mm. the money to work for you or do you want to work for your money? Oh. So two very different objectives. And with that, you'll be able to decide, are you going to be looking at this every day, stressing about the ups and the downs? So you're just going to say, I'm going to leave it there for five years. Mm. And the thing is, Honestly, guys, leave it for five years till 2025 because the next halving, I think you guys know what the halving is. Halving. No, I don't think so. No, no. Okay. So every four years, the number of Bitcoins mined is going to be cut in half. Okay. Every four years. Every four years, they cut it in half. So the last halving happened last 2020, May 2020. So I think it went from 25 Bitcoins a day to 12 and a half Bitcoins a day. 2024 is the next halving where it's going to be cut to 6.25 Bitcoins per day. And every four years, it gets cut down. This is because Trend it's is, finite, right? Yes. It's only going to be up to 21 million Bitcoins. That's it. 
Right. Here's the thing. Every having or having the price of Bitcoin shoots up. That happened in 2017. It happened now. Mm. It's going to happen in 2025. And the next target is 1 million per Bitcoin. Mm, wait, mm. 1 million USD? 1 million US dollars wow. per Bitcoin. Yep. So whatever you invest, Jaco's right there. When he said, you don't have to put in one Bitcoin. Let's say you put in 50,000 pesos right now. Yeah. Mm. That will be a million pesos. Yeah. yeah. In five years. Yeah. It's crazy. So that, I encourage okay. yeah, that, everyone that, to that. That was the math that came into my head when they <laughs> told me I don't have to get one Bitcoin and that Bitcoin is broken down and that a Satoshi is actually the smallest. Like that made all the sense to me. I was like, all right, I get it because I can't afford that much money. But if you do put a modest amount, I put somewhere around that amount when it was at 20K. Wow. Um, Good job. And I did it because I saw people like Elon Musk tweeted like just a logo of Bitcoin or whatever. And then I was like, okay, if my logic, I just follow logic because honestly, I don't understand most of these. I'm just like, okay, if logic serves me correct, it's probably going to shoot up because if they're investing money in it, then automatically whatever my investment is. But I'm a, what do you call it? Coddler? Coddler. Coddler. Yeah. Coddler. Yeah. I'm that kind of person because I know for a fact that like, whether it's insurance, whether it's whatever, I'm that person that I just like saving 20% of my money and putting it in. Side. Yeah, I love saving money because I never did. And my mistake in life was that I never saved anything for myself. And I've always looked at that whole, you know, that like pie chart of like 50, 30, 20. And I try to live that. But instead of saving, I put it in you know, whether it's a digital bank that gives me a good return or insurance, or I put it in Bitcoin. So then my new thing was like, all right, you know what? I'm putting it in something that is still going to grow. Like it's savings, but I am growing it because I don't want it to just be something I'll dig up in the backyard that I put underground and I'm digging it up, right? Like I want something that's working for me yeah. because I know, I'm, I know I'm actively working currently. So I just need something that a few years from now would really help me. I have a kid now. So that's why I'm investing in like real estate or whatever. I'm not as fluid. Then I, I use what I need. You know, I use what I need. Just you know, live under your means, basically. Just for Daddy those, you know, I feel like we might have gotten a tad bit too technical. So I wanted to just dial it down a bit. I've been in the financial scene for a bit, I guess. I wouldn't claim to be an expert, but I have a knack for explaining complex concepts to a more understandable way. Because we were already talking about trading, holding, all of these things. And I feel like some of our listeners might not even know what that is. So really quickly, let me try and explain it to our listeners, right? If you think about it in a way of the real market, because people always talk about stock market, forex market, crypto market. So you take the word market, right? And think of an actual market where you buy oranges, apples, or whatever commodity. Sure. Right? Usually it's a bunch of stalls that are selling the same thing, right? Yeah. So where do you buy what you're planning to buy? Let's say an apple. Where do you usually buy that apple? At the most reputable Apple store. Yes. If I have yeah. the means. Precious. So but if I don't have the means, the cheapest Apple store. Right. So it's either quality or price. Those are the two variables that really dictate the purchase, right? And in the means of a market, usually quality isn't the priority. It's the price. 
So what am I saying? You go to the stall that sells the apple the cheapest. That's the market setup. Now, taking that same analogy into the stock market or forex market or crypto market, it's the same thing. It's a marketplace. And the things that are being sold are in the stock market shares of companies, percentage equities of companies, or what we call shares. In the forex market, it's currencies, dollars, pesos, whatnot. In the crypto market, it's cryptocurrencies. So it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, or what we like to call altcoins, alternative coins, which are all the other unknown coins like Polkadot and all of these that we're talking about. So we want to always buy cheap, right? And sell high. So that's what they were talking about earlier when Justin and Chris were talking about buying low before it goes too low and catching it before it gets too high. They're talking about the price of these so-called apples, which just so happened that in the cryptocurrency, that apple is a Bitcoin or Bitcoins, right? So what they're trying to say is they're trying to buy this Bitcoin cheap and sell it high because yeah. that's how you make money. Yeah. yeah. So what Chris is saying is that right now, the cost of this Apple that I'm about to buy is 55,000 US dollars. But in 2025, it's going to be worth 1 million US dollars. Right. So might as well buy the Apple right now, yeah. hold it, hodl, right? Mm-hmm. And wait for it to cost ripen. $1 million and yeah, then sell it for a whopping $1 million, dollars, dollars, dollars. So it's exactly the same in the stock market when you buy Apple, the share of the company Apple, then you Apple. Know, the actual Apple share. Imagine if you bought it before they released the MacBook or, sure. or the iPod. Thank you, it's Danny. the same logic. Thank you for the clarification. Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing about crypto, right? And like, this is a prime example, I think. We're all going to be coming from different backgrounds, different perspectives, varied information and knowledge about the topic. So you will have to do what Danny did and go back to, okay, what is a market anyway, right? What's the difference between a stock market and whatever it is, buy low, sell high, all these things. So that's making me think that we may not have enough time in this this episode (laughs) for everything we want to talk about. Yeah, (laughs) there's so much, but we start started the episode basically with the objective of number one, we wanted to just break the ice, right? On cryptocurrency. And next is to answer who should get into cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. We have been recording for a bit and man, Chris, I want to pick your brain so much. Actually, (laughs) if you're down, like we would love to have you back, but we don't want to waste too much of your time tonight as well. Of course. I'd be happy to come back because that's all I talk about. I, <laughs> I I talk about crypto every time anyone wants to hear me talk about it. I can talk about it for days and weeks and months. You know, I want to actually add two things that I want to leave all your listeners with. If you even ask Google or you Google it and ask Google, what is the best performing asset of the entire decade? Mm. I'm talking about stocks, gold, commodities, everything. Ask them, what is the best performing asset? You know what comes out? Bitcoin. Mm. For the entire decade, Bitcoin is the only one that outperformed everything and anything. So that's number one. Number two, because of the stimulus packages and COVID, right? All the money being given in the United States and in the Philippines, you know, our inflation rate is at the highest point right now. That means your pesos and in the States, the dollars, you're not going to be able to spend as much with it. The value of it is going down by about 15 to 20%. All right. So, every year, uh, yeah, nah. right? No, yeah, especially this year because of the every year. Mm. So your money is worth less now than it was a year ago, yeah. and every year it keeps going down. 
So that's why I'm thinking, why would I leave my money in an asset that keeps depreciating? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather sense? put it in an asset that appreciates an average of 200% every year. That's mm. Bitcoin. That's Woo-hoo. why I'm all in. 200% every That's crazy. Year. Yep. Every okay, year so on average. For comparison, right? Like your traditional bank will give you what? 1%? Per year? Yes. Yeah, if you're lucky. I put it in a bond, (laughs) maybe 3%, and they'll still tax that. Okay, okay. All right. It's ridiculous. Compared to the 200% that you'd get with Bitcoin. Yep. But that's, of course, if you've done your research and if you believe it, right? No, it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. It's going to (laughs) happen. Okay, okay. Right? I mean, come on. How many people don't believe in Bitcoin? It's still happening. People still don't believe it, and it's still happening. So it's not a question of belief. This Mm. thing is a fact. This thing is already a done deal. Like Elon Musk said, it is inevitable. It was inevitable. It's It's a matter of time. It's like the internet. You don't have to understand it, but you're going to use it, Mm. right? Cryptocurrency, you don't have to understand it. Everyone is going to be in on it, period. I think that was my starting point. I mean, that was... That was the starting point of me. It's like, I didn't have to understand it. I just have to understand that it is happening. I'm very conservative, even with my money. Like, I still believe in, you know, I'm not going to put all my eggs in one basket because I do need it. I do use it every day. Money, I use it every day. And, you know, when you run businesses, you also spend money. So there's there's a lot of things that's going on there. But for the money that you are investing, that you have, you know, a side investment on, then I would suggest to really look into it because it's something that is happening. We've already gone through that kind of heavily volatile kind of, at least for Bitcoin. Man, okay, so Chris, number one, so, so glad that you're here. Again, I want to pick your brains like crazy, like all day. I check OKEX or OKX every single day, okay? And like, if you look at my, if you look at my Google search history, the top one is always... One BTC to USD. It's always at the top because <laughs> I'm always checking every day, like, okay, where's Bitcoin at today, right? And personally, I enjoy it. I like seeing it grow. And I'm this close to understanding or at least getting into understanding patterns what of it not? going up and down, the, the crab formation or the whatever formation, whatever it is. But for everyone who's listening right now, and maybe it's their first time to hear about cryptocurrency, could you answer this for us? Who should get into cryptocurrency? Okay, the first one who should get into cryptocurrency is Inca. Yes! I like that answer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so now, after we get Inca into cryptocurrency, and I'd be more than happy to help you do it, right after that, I would honestly recommend everyone to get into it. This is literally the internet when it happened in the 90s, the early 90s. It's not a matter of, oh, some people should get in or not. And I would even say that the people that need the money the most is the ones that should get into it. Mm. And the way you get into it is ask yourself, how much do you want to have by 2025? Work backwards. So if you say, I want to have 1 million by 2025 in my bank account, then that means you have to put in 50,000 today. Will do. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Leave it there. That's good advice. If you can do that, then you're going to be fine. But promise not to touch it because at the end of the day, Bitcoin is an asset. Don't sell it. If I were you, earn from it. Passive income. Because at 1 million pesos, if you get a return of about, say, 10% on your Bitcoin, that's 100,000 a year passive income. That would do a lot for a lot of people. So that's what I recommend. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Chris, man. Part one. Thank you. This is definitely part one. I'm so glad that you like talking about it because we want to hear about it. You know, there's so much to cover. Freaking NFTs, especially. Huge topic right now. Mm. So again, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Tan. 
By the so way, guys, you. before we let you go, is there anything you'd like to plug, promote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where can they find you? I do a regular YouTube video on cryptocurrency. It started out as a personal development thing, but now it's all about crypto because that's all I talk about. <laughs> it's Chris Tan is here. It's on my YouTube channel and you'll get to learn a lot about cryptocurrency there because I really break it down into different parts. If you're going to get into cryptocurrency, please go on to okx.com. It is the world's leading cryptocurrency. We do about $10 billion in trade a day. So it's a very liquid company and you're not going to have any problems with it. Like a problem that happened just recently with an exchange, a local exchange. So you're not going to have problems like that. So okx.com. It's the best cryptocurrency exchange you can go on. Mm. And that's it. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you again, Chris. Chris Tan, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Do you see my face right now? I mean, like, (laughs) if you're listening, you can't see my face. But these guys can see my face. And I'm just like, wow. Like, what did we get into there? Mm. That was a great conversation. At least by my side. I had so much fun. Thank you, guys. Uh, I miss having guests. I miss having guests on the podcast because... It's great to also converse with someone who knows a lot more than us. I exactly. love learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love learning from each other, but also it's great to learn something new. It's great to have one again. I know we've been doing these kinds of topics recently, but I love how Inca put it together that these are the intangibles, right? Yeah. Like, and it does kind of sum up our season. These are things that we don't see. And just because we don't see it doesn't mean it's not there or we don't experience it. So... That was really cool for me, man. I learned a lot. Thank you, Danny. You are very welcome. <laughs> you never know what you get with Danny. <laughs> I have a friend. Danny's friends are like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get. On today's yeah, episode of Danny's Randos. Uh, Danny's Randos. Danny's yeah, we Randos. called it Danny's Randos. <laughs> what is it going to be? Ever since never the know. first ever episode, which Inca was on, it was an episode of Danny's Randos. It's like, yeah, yeah let's call this friend. So Inca was, one of, yeah. Inca was one of my randos, Justin. Inca was Danny's Randos. Honorary yeah, so. Danny's Rando. <laughs> yeah, we. We, we get we get really really fun people on the program, Inca included. And then wow. you know, like, but whenever we talk to Danny about the Danny's Randos group, it is what it is. Like, you don't know what you're gonna get. It is really a literal hit or miss. It's exciting and also like whatever the opposite of exciting. I is. saw everyone's <laughs> face when we were starting the podcast. Like you guys didn't know who Chris was, so you, all of you were just like, "We're not sure." And then when I introduced him, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, you didn't. Tell she was from Mensa, bro. Know, right? <laughs> oh gotcha. man. No, but today was super random, actually. Like everything we, only we came together tonight. We were like, ah, let's record a podcast. Who, who can we call? And then, oh, Chris is free. Okay, cool. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about him? But Danny didn't tell us he's from Mensa. I wanted, I wanted the surprise. <laughs> Led with Mensa, Danny. He's from Mensa. Oh man. Justin was asking him, what did you, what did you study? <laughs> yeah, and he was like economics, and I was like, oh, perfect. We're gonna have so much to talk about later. Hola, you know, crypto, economics. Hola, he's so interesting. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun today. And we hope that you guys also learned from this episode and that we were able to shed some light on this crypto cryptic 
phenomenon. But yeah, what about you guys who are listening right now? Were you convinced by this podcast episode to invest in Bitcoin or at least start in looking into cryptocurrency, right? Do you want to hear a part two? And if so, are there any specific questions that you have about crypto? Mm -hmm. Did we miss anything? Let us know, okay? You can email us. It's oncallwithjjd at gmail.com. But Jacko's favorite is to point you towards our Facebook group, okay? It's called On Call with Justin Jacko, Danny, and Inca. Podcast. 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 Very creative. Link is going to be down below in our description. Uh, So do check that out as well. We want a community where we can talk to people, especially those of you who listen to the podcast and you want to interact with us. We want to talk to you. We want to interact with you. We want to send you some hearts and some likes and some emojis and whatnot. We want to talk to you. One. One new follower. Ah, ah, ah. So again, <laughs> that's On Call with Justin Jacko, Danny, and Inca podcast. That is a Facebook group. Go check it out. We'll wait for you there. Okay? Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Do follow us on Instagram as well. It's at On Call with JJD. At Justin Quirino for me. At Jacko DeLeon for me. At Danny Moini for me. Invest at your own risk, guys. <laughs> And at Inca Book 9 for me, I'm gonna do it. One Bitcoin.